0: your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm going to share five fun stories with you from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Angels and the Miraculous, about five ways that angels and miracles manifested in the lives of our contributors when they were least expected. Miracles happen every day. You just have to look around you to see them and be open to accepting them. The 101 powerful stories in Chicken Soup for the Soul, Angels and the Miraculous, prove that miracles can happen just when they're needed to people from all walks of life. Here are five ways that Angels and Miracles came into the lives of our contributors. Our first story Is about how two ladies orchestrated a long overdue reunion from thousands of miles away and then disappeared. Here's what happened Eva Carter knew that her mother loved her sister Mary despite their frequent arguments at family gatherings. Mary had helped Eva's family adjust to life in America when they immigrated from Czechoslovakia, and the two sisters had been very close. But over time, They couldn't overcome their differences, and after a bitter fight at their grandfather's funeral, they never spoke again. Eventually, Eva's mother heard that Mary had passed away. They had never made up. She was filled with regret. Eight years passed, and then Eva and her mom went to visit Slovakia. They were in the ladies' room at a restaurant when they overheard two women talking about two sisters who were estranged. Amazingly, they were talking about Eva's mother and Mary, and Mary was alive, contrary to what they had believed. Furthermore, the ladies were talking about how much Mary missed her sister. Eva and her mom burst from their stalls and asked the two ladies to join them back in the restaurant. They returned to their table to wait for their new acquaintances, but the two women never emerged from the ladies' room they just disappeared. Back home, Eva's mom reached out to her sister, and their loving relationship was restored. Eva says, the two women in the ladies' room in another part of the world had accomplished their miraculous intervention. Aunt Mary said she had never heard of them, and Mother never met them again. Yet these two mysterious angels reunited the two sisters. We started that story with a quote from Emery Allen that goes like this, Do you think the universe fights for souls to be together? Some things are too strange and strong to be coincidences. Our second story is about asking for help with certain faith and then receiving that help. 17-year-old Suzanne Salzman didn't know that she had faith, but it turned out that she did. And she used it when her very life was at stake. A man had followed her into the elevator at her housing project in the Bronx and then told her he had a knife and he was going to take her to the roof to search her for money. When he forced her off the elevator on the 12th floor, Suzanne realized she had a friend who lived there. His door was right before the emergency exit. Suzanne said to herself, Maddie, I need you now. Lo and behold, Her friend Maddie opened his apartment door at that instant and the would-be attacker fled down the stairs. Suzanne spent the next few days at the police station pouring over photos to identify her attacker. The police believed he was the same man who had raped two young women at another housing project in the Bronx. Suzanne says, I struggled with survivor's guilt after that. I kept imagining what those girls had experienced and wondered why they became his victims while I managed to escape. The police told me my decision to remain calm was crucial and that I was lucky Maddie showed up when he did, but I knew luck could not entirely explain what happened. I felt I had experienced divine intervention, a miracle I had somehow called forth. In our third story, an invisible rescuer stops a serious fall in midair. You didn't need Faith to be blown away by what happened in Tamara Ann Bowles' classroom. She was lecturing when one of her students stretched out his leg, not realizing that Tamara was walking backward while she was talking. She tripped and fell with nothing to stop her from landing on the rock-hard floor. But in mid-fall, Tamara felt two hands suddenly connect with her back and push her up and forward until she regained her balance. She thought her student had caught her, but he was still seated, as stunned as the rest of the class by what transpired. The classroom erupted in chatter, and one student said, "Miss B, you fell, but before you could get hurt, something caught you in midair and pushed you back up on your feet.' Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. In our fourth story, after 17 years, a woman recognized the eyeglasses of a cherished mentor despite her being covered by a COVID mask. Gina Troisi tells us about a series of fortunate events that had to happen in order for her to experience this wonderful reunion. She was checking out at the grocery store when this perfect storm of good things occurred. First, Gina had to find a spot in the jam-packed parking lot. And then she decided to try a natural cleaning spray for the first time. And then her cashier, noting the cleaning spray, was unusually chatty, going on and on about all the ways that one could use vinegar to do household chores. When Gina finally got away and was returning her empty cart to the corral after stowing her groceries in her car, a woman approached and said she would take the cart. Despite the fact that both women were masked for COVID, and despite the fact that 17 years had passed since she had last seen her, Gina recognized the woman's eyeglasses and hair. Are you Deb? She asked. Deb recognized her too. She had been Gina's therapist and had helped her deal with many traumas in her past. Gina had just had a book published, and in the acknowledgments, she had thanked Deb, who she felt was a big part of why she was able to write her memoir. Deb had given Gina a post it note with the words Use your voice printed on it in black ink when she had to close her therapy practice. That had motivated and validated Gina's undertaking this book. She had actually been searching online for Deb in order to thank her, but hadn't been able to find her. Now Gina was able to grab a copy of the book from her car and sign it for her long-ago therapist. She says, That day, as I drove away elated, I thought about this strange collision of events, the odd experience of the cashier prolonging the one-way conversation about vinegar in the checkout line, and the lone woman in the jam-packed parking lot pointing to my cart out of all the others. I knew these circumstances had been aligned, timed, and orchestrated perfectly by something far beyond my comprehension. I thought about the urgent need I'd felt to give this woman a copy of my book and the uninhibited way it spoken to her. Finding her was a miracle of sorts. Our fifth story is about a miracle that occurred on the rear bumper of a truck. Jane Williams had been to the recycling center nice and early to avoid the normal line to drop off autumn leaves, and now she was back home. She laid her wallet and keys on the rear bumper of her husband's truck in the garage while she cleaned out her trunk. And then she walked into the house, forgetting about her wallet and keys. Ten minutes later, having seen her husband get in his truck and leave for Target, Jane had a sudden realization. Her wallet and keys. She couldn't get her husband to answer his cell. So she grabbed her extra keys and slowly drove the route her husband would have taken, looking for her bright aquamarine wallet along the way. Unfortunately, part of the route involved a four-lane highway, so Jane figured she was out of luck. She returned home feeling hopeless, although she did pray a bit just in case. Finally, Jane reached her husband, who was in the checkout lane at Target. He went out to the truck, and lo and behold, her wallet and keys were still sitting on the rear bumper of his truck. They had survived, a 45-mile-per-hour drive on a bumpy road, numerous turns, and a long wait in clear view in the parking lot. Jane says, whenever I think God doesn't answer prayers or care about the details of my life, I remember the miracle ride of my aquamarine billfold and car keys. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Angels and the Miraculous. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button to read more about this book and all the topics it covers. You will find it wherever books are sold, including Amazon. You can also sign up for our newsletter and receive a free Chicken Soup for the Soul story every day in your email with stories from this book and our other new bestsellers. Just go to our website and click on newsletters and you can pick the ones you want. And please come back for our next episode to hear about a couple of hilarious stories about technology snafus from our latest humor collection, Chicken Soup for the Soul. Well, that was funny. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on.